Have I got a short story for you. How many of us, honestly, have had unexplained experiences with spirits? And if we keep it numerical, how many of us are having those unexplained experiences with spirits in a lunatic asylum while we actually search those spirits out? Feel the drama. But first, a word from today's sponsor, AndrePsyche.com. Yes, say it with me. Come on, you know it by now. AndrePsyche.com is that cute, quaint corner store boutique with all sorts of neat and original merch you had no idea existed because the World Wide Web is so fucking vast. I mean, be real. How many hours do you spend scrolling through screen after screen, swipe after swipe, hoping to come across something unique and unseen? Can I just save you a little bit of time? Go to AndrePsyche.com and check out all of Andre's products. We are talking about literature, clothing, paintings, prints, accessories, music, poetry, and best of all, do you have an idea? Do you have a vision that you would like fully customized? And I am talking about fully created from scratch customized. Well, Andre's psyche, or Andre as his friends call him, is the freelance creator extraordinaire that is going to make it happen. Just message him. He'll fucking work with you. Go to AndrePsyche.com and let your spirit guide you through all the options. You're going to find something worth checking out for the same reason we here at the Getting to Know You pod love his site. Because each and every item has a story behind it. Nothing is made. Everything is created on AndrePsyche.com. We are also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. Yes, we sponsor ourselves. And if you are listening to this short story, please do us a favor. Rate, review, and subscribe in whatever application you are listening to the podcast on. Also, friend and follow us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's getting the number two, no, the letter U, pod. And that's kno, as in with a K. I don't know why that, like, I don't know. I feel like that's an extremely weird thing about the English language that I always perseverate on, the kno versus the no, but it's getting to know you. But I feel like I might want to say getting to kno you. But then people may feel we are a canoeing podcast. Are those out there? We at the Getting to Know You pod, are downloaded all across America and in countries around the world, like 24 of them, bitches. So, if you have a brand or business and are looking to increase views, clicks, encounters, purchases, we would love to partner with you. 
just message us through any of our social media platforms. Our rates are extremely reasonable and we would love to have a sponsor. And now, getting to know just a little part of you. Hello. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you. Putting it my way, but nicely. I'm smart enough. You are precisely. And doggone it. Well, and for me, anyway, like I said, I don't consider them demons. Right? I do consider them, you know, those that were, so we'll go to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in Western West Virginia. Uh, that's the one we visited and uh, had some very cool unexplained experiences there. I, I don't consider them demons. I consider them people who were institutionalized in this facility that was, you know, opened in 1864. It ran from to 1995. And it was, it was a place where it was built to only house 250 patients. But by the time of its closing, there was 2,500 patients in there crammed in to these these small rooms, little sunlight at that point, um, and they're being treated by doctors who think lobotomies are the answer, that shock therapy is the answer, that cold water baths is the answer. So I don't think they're demons. I think that they are spirits who are subjected to some some very inhumane situations, and that energy... It's not demonic. It's negative in the fact that it's sad and it's bad, but, but that's what permeates the walls. That's what's encompassed in the insane asylums. Not demonic, but these people that the, their energy was just – their day was based on just horror. Um, that's and, a great point. So, Again, something I hadn't thought about. Like you you think demonic as evil energy keeping a spirit mm-hmm. somewhere in, a, in, a, in an insane asylum or in a prison mm-hmm. – but maybe mm-hmm. the experience of being in a prison just fucks with their spirits so much that they're actually just so hurt or so mm-hmm. sad that they missed out on so much life mm-hmm. that they want to stay now. Or, or, that's, or Go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Wow. Uh, and so, you know, for like Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary or West Virginia State Penitentiary or some of the jails that we visited, I, I mean, it's not a happy place. So you're going in with the mindset that it, it, it is going to be heavy. It is going to be dark, not demonic, but dark because of the experiences that the walls saw, the experiences that the prisoners had, the experiences that the 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 patients in the asylums had. And, you know, same thing with with like Villisca Axe Murder House or the Lizzie Borden House. You know, the experiences there, it, they were they were residential houses, but you know, in the case of Villisca, you've got somebody going in with an axe and murdering eight people and bludgeoning them to the death that, that you know their their heads are mashed in. So it's not a happy experience at that point. And that's what, you know, that's the walls, that's what the walls saw. That's what the, the, the energy is at the time of those murders. So, you know, like I said, I, I don't think that they're demonic. I think they're a product of what they experienced during life. It reminds me a lot of, um, people's perception over children in a classroom sometimes where you're like, that's a bad kid. And like, or maybe is the kid hurt and he's just lashing out. Oh, exactly. You know? And it's up to the teacher to find that story. And yes. I think it's the same thing for what we're doing. And and like I said before, if you watch any of our videos, the common theme is we want to tell your story yeah. and, yeah, and great... we want to get that right for you. And that, that really helps just me and my mindset about 
understanding your comfort in, and it, con, again, control was the wrong word to use for sure, but it's just the perspective of mm-hmm. um, almost like personifying or understanding the spirit. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me, and I couldn't write it down because there were so many syllables in the Asane Asylum and I can barely remember how to spell the word Ouija. Um, <laughs> so what was the, the Trans-Allegheny? Yes, it's the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. That was literally the name. They had mm-hmm. the word lunatic in the name. They did. They absolutely did. Oh my God. Uh, and, and, and it's huge. I'm telling you, when some of these places, you know, you see them on television or you see pictures of them, but when you actually roll up on some of these locations, um, it, it, it actually is extremely intimidating sometimes just for the sheer size. Uh, you know, we're, we're a team of five, five females and, and, you know, we have, we do have equipment, but, um, you know, to cover something the size of Trans-Allegheny or uh, West Virginia State Penitentiary or Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, it, it takes a lot of manpower sometimes. So, you know, we got to go in and, and set up and do all of that. But Trans-Allegheny is a beautiful building. It was set up. The It was it had very um, great. It had great intentions when it was when it was created. Um, basically, the intention was that they were going to try to rehabilitate the patients that went in there through sunlight, through um, uh. a small patient count, two hundred fifty. Like I said, it was built for two hundred fifty. Um, a, a lot of outdoor activities, a lot of fresh air, um, and really a, a more of a one-on-one doctor to patient type of situation. But as more and more people were admitted, uh, you know the the wall just started essentially just closing in on these patients, um, like I said, from 250 to 2,500 uh, in the space of its operation. Was and, there like uh, a change in leadership where all of a sudden they saw this money grab? Uh, uh, pretty much. But the, the thing that the worst thing that happened is during that time frame, um, a- any person who says I need to admit somebody that they had to admit them, that the, the, the asylum had to admit them. So for example, a husband who is tired of his wife could just say, well, my wife said a curse word. I think that she needs to be in this asylum and oh they would God. have to take her. They'd have to admit her. And the problem was only the husband could get her out. So of course the husband doesn't want the wife. So that that's why, that's why a lot of the asylums were overrun with women. Um, it was basically Salem witch trial shit, man. Uh huh. Like yeah, just exactly. an accusation. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they have a whole list of things that a person could be admitted for. Uh, you know, from from cussing to reading the wrong books to a whole bunch of. There's a whole list. Um, and and so that that was really what happened. You have all of these people that were being admitted. They had to be taken in. Um, and it just, and then, then, but you did have legitimate people that had mental issues. And in those cases, you know, the doctors, they were, like I said, trying lobotomies, trying shock therapy treatments, uh, cold water baths. And you can go, and when you go into the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum now, you, you walk down into these procedure rooms. You know, you're there where they uh, perform lobotomies. You're there where the, the shock treatment tubs were. Um, and again, to me, they're not demonic spirits. They're just spirits who were in agony. Yeah. And so what did you come away with from the, and I just want to see if I can nail it, the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum? <laughs> it was intense. Um, we actually, that we, I, if you watch any of our videos, I actually put together a top 10 of, of the most compelling evidence that we found so far. And um, there was, uh, we were in the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum and 
when we go to some of these locations, some of them will have a volunteer on staff just for security purposes. So that night there was, there was another female and we were, she was kind of giving us a tour. So we were, we had set up our equipment and we were down at the end of one and one end of these hallways and we're all standing there. Everybody on the property is in this, this circle talking about where we set up equipment. And from down the other end of the hallway just came this blood curdling scream. Oh no. And, we all heard it. It was captured on every piece of equipment that we had. Um, and it was like, what the hell was that? And you can hear us say, I feel like that was a woman screaming. And it, it was, it was, and we can't explain it again. You've got this large, the cavernous building and we cannot explain where the scream came from. And then, um, we captured a couple instances of children's voices, uh, because children, because there were so many women that were admitted into this, some of them were pregnant when they were admitted. Um, so they had kids inside the insane asylum and the kids grew up and, and lived within the walls of the asylum. So they actually had a kid's ward. You're and kidding so, me. <clears throat> no. So there's, there's actually reports of children's spirit activity there. And we were able to capture that. We captured several EVPs. Um, and there was one, uh, instance where we were all up in the room of a child by the name of Emily, who's supposed to inhabit the, the room. And, um, we had a couple of flashlights set up and we had a flashlight and oh, just a, a mag light that has a twist top. Um, to turn on, we had our K2 meter and we had a balloon on the windowsill and it's completely dark. And we said, you know, if you're here, can you turn the flashlight on? The flashlight turned on, Stop. the K the K2 went off and the balloon started moving at the same time. Stop, dude. Stop. Stop. <laughs> the flashlight, like mm-hmm. you're, you're not holding this flashlight or are uh, you holding the flashlight? No, the flashlight is sitting up on the windowsill and we're all sitting on the floor. Stop. Mm-hmm. And there's video of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, if I yeah. was a good, if if I was as thorough as you and your company, I would have watched this video and I would have known and asked questions about this. <laughs> oh my God, I have to see this thing. Jeepers! Yeah. Now you got to go. I'll send you the link. Um, but it's on our our YouTube channel under Soul Sisters Paranormal. Um, but yeah, it's it's there. And like I said, we captured a few EVPs there as well. So that was pretty interesting. Um, and and what we again, what we really try to do when we go to these locations is, like I said, we have the voice recorder, we have the night vision video cameras, and we also have other pieces of equipment that we use. But if, if I capture an EVP, that's cool. If I see a, an apparition, that's cool. But what I really want to do is try to build a case by having different piece of, pieces of equipment activated at different times because they're right. all designed to measure different things. So in that instance, when I had the flashlight going off, when I had the K2 meter going off, knowing there's no electric in the, house, in the building, and the balloon moving at the same time, mm. that is very compelling. That just is building my case that there's something unexplainable going on in this room. And uh, so that was a very cool experience for us that night. And I've now become an expert on the subject I like most. Getting to know Thanks to Chris for coming on the pod. Man, her uh, full episode is out tomorrow, so be sure to subscribe to the Getting to Know You pod today so you're not going to miss out on all of the weird, odd, and spiritually scientific-based tales that she will be telling. Also, thank you to AndrePsyche.com for sponsoring today's pod. Go to AndrePsyche.com for unique, thoughtful merch with a story behind it that you're not going to find anywhere else. And before you stop listening, push the subscribe button, whether you're 
listening to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or whatever podcast platform you happen to push play on. Your support is appreciated. Friend and follow the pod. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And finally, if you or someone you know would like to expand your marketing and get word out about your brand or product, consider partnering with the Getting to Know You pod. Our rates are reasonable and we are just starting up so much like all of our guests. We would appreciate you believing in what we are doing and supporting it. Just message us through any of our social media platforms. Bye.